0: Hello, this is Josh Crisman, pastor of the Anchor Church of Cambridge, located in Cambridge, Ohio. I want to say thanks for tuning in today. I hope this podcast inspires you, encourages you, and helps you to live the life that God has called you to live. to to be in Cambridge I, I, um, I I'm very thankful and uh, this place is uh, dear to me and um, I, I'm gonna be reading from Matthew 22 and 36 in a second so the IT has a warning and uh, that's not a scripture that I gave you but I'm gonna read it anyhow <laughs> and so um, but uh, uh, I'm just thankful and uh, s- several years ago uh, some of you I had a stroke I had a mini stroke while preaching here <laughs> and so uh, most of you might not have been around for that it was it was something you didn't want to be here for and, uh, and so i started to preach and it's a long story but uh, I couldn't I couldn't feel the right side of my body for the Christmas and I knew something was wrong. <laughs> And so, uh, and so I had everybody lift their hands and pray, and I left <laughs> and uh, and uh, went to the hospital and had a TIA mini stroke, and, uh, but but God touched me. His hand has been on my life, and so I, I remember, you know, in, in moments like this, and, uh, you know, uh, I remember that. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God, I don't want that to happen again. What What's going on again? you know <laughs> and uh, but I'm just so thankful for this church prayed and has always loved my family and uh, it's just always 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 a treat to be here and uh, to the Christman family I, I can't say enough things we are competitive brother the Christmas we are, we just are and uh, Luke's not uh, just So much you have, you are so, and I don't just say this, but you are so blessed with Pastor and Sister Chrisman and these in these kids. Aren't you thankful for your pastor? I know you are. I, I know you are, and these uh, these uh, all of the the Chrisman kids are are dear to me. And uh, if you mess with them, I'll, I'll bust you. In the Depends on what day you catch me. On on Sunday I can't. I can't throw hands on Sunday. But on Monday, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Let's let's get let's get. We better we better get to the word. <laughs> better get to the word. Matthew twenty two and thirty six. You didn't you didn't know what you said when you introduced me. Uh, confirmation in my spirit that I needed Matthew twenty two thirty six. Master, they're saying this to Jesus. Which is the great commandment in the law? Jesus said to him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments, so everybody say these two commandments on these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets on these two commandments hang law, all the law and the prophets if I could preach to you uh, if I could give you a title it would just be the two greatest commandments the two greatest um, commandments would you would you put your Bibles down and lift your hands toward heaven there's a touch of God here already but let's one more time let's pray Jesus Lord, I love you. Would you help me pray for just a moment? Lord Jesus, I love you. Thank you for your word. It's quick, it's powerful, it's sharp, God. Your word can do anything, oh God. Where I am limited, you are not. And I pray today, oh God, that your word speak to us and minister to us, oh God. Come on, would you just make yourself available to the word today, Jesus? I. I, I give you free course in my life today. I, I want your word to speak to me. I, I need your word to help me, oh God. In the name of the Lord, in the name of the Lord. Now would you clap your hands to the Lord and give him praise before you're seated. Hallelujah. Or would you clap your hands a little bit louder? Come on, somebody shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Somebody shout amen. 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 The galaxy that that we live within is, is, if you were to study it, it's it's, it's amazing. It's, it's very neat. It looks like a, only way I know how to describe it is it looks like a pancake with a ball in the middle. And uh, how many of you have seen pictures of our galaxy? And uh, looks like a looks like a pancake. Pancake sounds good right about now. I'm just gonna tell you, I'm hungry. I, I didn't get this way by you know eating carrots. All right, pancakes. Um, <laughs> I look like a pancake, brother Chris. Uh, um, so anyway, the, how do I get on food? I'm sorry. The, the the galaxy that we live within it's it's a it's like a a, a pancake with the ball in the middle. And and if if this if this were our galaxy just just uh, excuse my visuals today they're pretty rough i know but if this were our galaxy there would be no possible way you could see our solar system with the naked eye there'd be no way within this galaxy there's solar galaxy there's solar systems everywhere there's there's thousands upon thousands. There's there's no possible way you could see our solar system with all the planets and all the our sun. There's no way you could see it with with the naked eye. I could not make a dot small enough to depict what our um, what our galaxy uh, would look like within uh, within this. Um, you have to understand here. I'm going to make a point at the beginning to explain and help us to understand the love of God. Have you ever considered how big our galaxy is? Have you ever considered it? I'll give you some facts about our galaxy. Light, light travels at 186,000 miles per second. Okay? Somebody say that's fast. That's, that's fast, real fast. And uh, one hundred eighty-six thousand miles per second. So a light year is light traveling for one year at one hundred eighty-six thousand miles per second. For light to pass the Earth, it would it takes a fraction of a second for light to go from one side of the Earth. To the other, from, from to encompass all of the earth, it takes less than a second. And so light travels, a light year is light traveling at that speed for one year. Are you with me? So how long would it take for light to travel from one edge of our galaxy to the other? I've got the answer. Are you ready? It would take light 100,000 years for light to travel from the one end of our galaxy to the other. That's hard to wrap your mind around. I know I know, in Cambridge, y'all are smart, but in Zanesville, we struggle with numbers like that. We just do. I'm going to tell you, those are big numbers. It would take 100,000 light years for light to get from one edge of the galaxy to the other. They are estimating, they are estimating that there are approximately over, there are over three hundred and fifty billion galaxies in our universe. Three hundred and fifty billion. It's amazing, isn't it? The Bible says that God, God said, He said, I've set my glory above the heavens. He said, I set my glory there to show you how vast and how big and just how great I am. And and, and David, I'm reminded of the scripture in Psalms chapter 8 when I think of things like this. David said, when I consider the heavens, when I consider the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which thou hast ordained, what is man? Who am I? Who, Who is little Cody? Who am I that, that thou art mindful of me? Can I tell you this morning that the galaxy is vast and as great and as big as it is, can I tell you and express to you on this Sunday morning, just uh, God created such an amazing creation. He created galaxies and he created so He created all of it. But can I tell you this morning that the thing, I'm sorry if I'm squealing, just let me run somewhere, stop squealing. The thing that God regards in the highest value is you and I. And the vastness of what he the greatest thing that God has ever created in his eyes is you you hear me I, I know it's early I know it's early for this I've already preached once this morning so I'm ready to roll right now I feel the Lord in this house uh, the, the greatest thing in, in life the greatest thing in God's eyes that he's ever created is you he said before I formed you in the belly I knew you he said, I ordained you. He said, He's man, he, he started to make these statements. See, God didn't just speak us into existence. God didn't just say, let there be, and there was. God said that for all of the other stuff. But he found so much value in you, and he found so much value. God, I feel him this morning. He found so much value in you that he said, no, 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 no. I'm not going to speak this one. I'm going to. powerful. I could if I wanted to. I could. I really could. If I, But I'm going to get my hands on this one. I'm, I'm going to get involved. And he took that dirt, that dust of the ground. He took that dirt and began to mold it and form it and shape it and breathe into him the breath of life. And man became, listen to me this morning. I don't know what lie you have heard from hell. I don't know what lie you've heard from your family. I don't say this morning, you better hear this. You didn't choose me," he said. "Are you crazy? You, you you honestly think that you chose me? You honestly you honestly believe that that it, that I was surprised when you walked into church on Cam, in Cambridge, Ohio, and decided to you know do one of those nervous hand lifts for the first time because you never lifted your hands before. I'm like I don't know how to do this, but but I'm here. We go. I'm gonna do it. Am I doing it right? Come on, anybody ever did that before? First hand lift in the world? You're like, am I doing this right? You're doing it right. You're doing it right. <laughs> you you mean to tell me you really think you're here just because life happened and and and, and, and you made a choice and oh. No, 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 no. You got another thing coming. You got another. God has been arranging things in your life for you. Listen, God didn't do those things that have been traumatic or, or, or that have been, that have been, uh, that have hurt you or caused pain. God didn't do it, but God used it. Everything in your life up to this point, God has used. He's used. He, he said, the devil meant this for bad, but I'm gonna turn it for good. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm going to bring him to the house of God. I'm going to, I'm going to, listen, you're not here. I understand that you've got a choice, but listen, there's been a God of heaven that's been orchestrating your life long before you ever got here, honey. You better understand that you didn't choose him. He chose you. He chose you. You're not here by accident. He chose you. God chose you. And listen, those are facts. Those are regardless of what your mind tells you. Because here's the problem. Some of your minds have been screaming to you, God doesn't love you. I know exactly where I'm at in the Holy Ghost. You can call me crazy if you want. I'm going to preach it anyhow. I'm I'm, I'm feeling happy. I'm feeling good right now. you, You have been lied to by your own mind that God doesn't love you. As if the love of God was predicated on how you perform. As if God's love was based upon how good you did this week. Uh, listen, I'm a dad of three. All right? I haven't got I haven't got to you know uh, Yeah. Don't pray for me about that. Don't do not pray for me about that. I don't want no more. <laughs> yeah, don't y'all pray to quit it. Uh, I'm a dad of three. Listen, I would be a terrible father if I fed my boys according to their performance that day. I'd be awful. Y'all be calling CPS on me right now. You would. Like, yeah, yeah, we got a guy rationing food uh, based upon, you understand what I'm saying? I would be the worst father in the world. If I said, "Okay, you boys didn't listen today, you're going to skip," I want to do it sometimes. I got to be honest. <laughs> I got to be real. I mean, sometimes I'm gonna be like, "Nope, nope, you didn't want to listen to me then. You, you, no dinner." Yeah. Sometimes, Sister Christmas, it comes every now and again. The thought, just my flesh. You know, I need, I need prayer. I need a But I would be a terrible father if I took care of my kids based on the terrible God if he based his love for you on your performance he does not base his love for you on your performance he doesn't base his love for you on how much you read the Bible on how much you prayed on how much you fasted on how much you he doesn't base his love love for you out of that's 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 not it that's not how to get God to love you how do I get God to love me well you're here you're you're a soul. You, you, you. See, see. There's, there's a few thousand years ago. There, there's this thing called Calvary. God came to Earth, not, not because, not because He had to, because, but because there was a love in Him for the people that weren't just that. Not only were just there at that time, but that would come in the future. And He hung on that cross. Greater man hath no. Greater, greater man hath. uh, 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 How's that finished? Greater. Greater greater love hath no man than this. That that, that he would lay down his life for us. Listen, it was love that drove him to the cross. It was love that drove him to give his life so that you didn't have to live the way you were, so that you didn't have to live. You're already loved. You're already loved. And when you understand that, there is freedom in the love of God. There is freedom in the love of God. Come on, you've been when you when you understand the love of God, you become set. Free from all of the rules and regulations and all of the things, you become set free by it. Because anything that is based upon performance is just it's its a slave mentality. I'm not a slave, I'm a son. I am righteous, I am holy, I do my best, listen, I do my best to, to, to be pleasing to the Lord, to wear it right, to say it right, to, to obey the word, uh, uh to to obey the scripture, I do my best to do all those things. I'm not saying that we don't obey those things. We are called to obey this word cover to cover. But, but, but listen, the lens from which we are called to obey this word is through the lens of love. Amen. Love, not rules, not things that I have to do, but things that I get to do because God loved me and so because he first loved me now now it, it's not much i don't have to i don't have a lot to offer but what i do have i just got some rags i just i just got some ashes i've just got a few things in my life but god whatever i have god it's yours yours God my hands my feet my my mouth my eyes my ears my home what I listen to where I go all of it listen to me all of it comes from the place of love love love. We don't do this because we're bound to it. We do this because we have been loved by an amazing and everlasting God. And can I tell somebody on this Sunday morning that God wants you. I can't move on. I can't move on until we get this this morning. Maybe you walked in here broken. Maybe you walked in here bound by addiction, bound by trouble in your life. I've come to tell you that the love of God is still reaching. It's still flowing. Come on, God loves you this morning. He wants to save your soul. He wants to change your life if you'll allow him to. It's the love of God. It's the love of God. And he says in Matthew chapter 22 when asked, what is the greatest commandment? He said the greatest commandment is you shall love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind. He said this is the first and great commandment. This is the first and great commandment. This, this, this to love God, to love God. How do you fall in love with God? You spend time with Him. You spend time with Him. You spend time with the Lord. Listen, we, our, our nation has missed it. It's missed, our nation has missed it. Christianity has never been about a formal prayer and formal religion. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be the. It, it's never been about this formality and this routine. Of, it's never been about that. Our nation has missed it because it's, it's turned it's turned it's turned this word and God in God's love, it's turned it into just a set of rules and, and a list of things that we've got to do to be good enough to get to it. But, but that's not the love of God. We've got to understand that everything we do, everything that flows out of us, everything we obey, everything we, we, we do in God, all of it comes from a place first of love. Love. I don't know who I'm speaking to this morning, but some of you, somebody in this room, needs to be set free from your own parameters, your own self, the own your 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 own uh, stuff that you haven't lived up to enough, that you don't believe that God has loved you. Listen, God loves you now just as much as He did back then. You're gonna mess up. You're gonna make mistakes. But you, but what do you do when you what, what do you do what do you do when you make a mistake? You get back up. Oh, again, you understand that I'm loved by God. He said, Peter, Peter, Satan has desired to sift you as wheat, but I have prayed for thee that thy faith fail thee not. God was willing, God was willing to forgive a man that denied him. He was in the church and he denied. Peter did all, study Peter. He did crazy stuff, man. He did unbelievable stuff, but God. And God loved. We don't take advantage of the grace and mercy of God. But you need to understand: if God would ask us to forgive somebody 490 times, He said, "How many times should I forgive? Four, 70 times seven in a day." Now that wasn't a number, right? You're not. You're not. You're not over there, you know clicking it like an umpire one two three i mean somebody needs 490 times i'm gonna tell you right now god help them i don't know if i got that much patience but listen if god would ask that of us to forgive that much how much how much do you think he is willing to forgive us I'll tell you how willing he's for. Brother Cody Mark said this just a couple weeks ago. God is willing to forgive you long enough. He's willing to forgive you so much. He is willing to forgive until it is fixed. That's how long God is willing to forgive you and have mercy on you. And God have mercy. you all feel what I feel right now? God is so amazing that he's willing to forgive me long enough. He's willing to deal with my flesh and the mess of my life long. He's willing to forgive me long enough until it's fixed, until it's better. Come on, don't stay down in that pit where you are. It's time to get up. It's time to, under, it's time to understand God loves me. Come on, you gotta tell your mind. You gotta tell yourself God loves me in spite of all of my fault. God loves me and I'm moving on. to. Oh, I wish somebody would stand to your feet and clap their hands and shout Jesus loves me. Gee, come on, shout it again! Jesus loves me. Jesus loves me. This I know, for the Bible tells me so. Little ones to Him belong. They are weak, but He is strong. Yes, Jesus. Loves me. I'm glad y'all could hit that. I could. Yes, Jesus loves me, yeah, (laughs) the Bible, it tells me so, you can't can't rely on your emotion, listen to me, if you rely on this thing right here to tell you what's right and what's wrong, you're going to be miserable, you're going to be miserable not going to be able to live with you. You're going to be miserable, but you got to understand that my emotion and my thoughts do not determine God's love for my life. His word determines his love for my life, and God loves me. If you've never been filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost, if you've never been baptized in Jesus' name and repented of your sins, today, the love of God is reaching for you. What is it? What is the Spirit of God? It's God. It's God. It's God of heaven and earth. It's God of all of the galaxies and creation. It's that God taking residence in your life. He said, I'm going to put in you, I'm going to put. She was thirsty for water at the well. The woman at the well. I can't move on. I don't know. I've got something else, but I can't move on. The woman at the well was thirsty looking for something to satisfy to quench her desire Jesus said if you drink of this water you're going to thirst again but the water that I shall give if you'll take of that water you'll never thirst again God God wants not just not just to he doesn't want to just show you his love he wants to fill you with his spirit he wants to put a well in you that's what his spirit is it's like a well that you can draw out of that you can draw out come on you can draw out the love of God you can draw out the power that God puts in you you can draw out the comfort that the Holy Ghost brings that's what the Holy Ghost is it's it's the Lord putting in me don't have all by myself before we move on I've got something else to say but before we move on I want you to lift your hands and I want you to respond to the love of God for just a moment come on all over the room close your eyes and lift your hands and say Lord Lord I, I believe that you love me today you're not against me you're for come on we can't move on until this happens Lord you're not against me you're for me You're not against me. Come on, would you lift your voice for just a moment? Oh, you're not against me, God, but you are for me. God, I believe that you love me, oh, Lord. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Thank you for praying. You can be seated. I feel the love of God in this room. Don't you? Can you feel that this morning? Can you feel what I feel in this house? Somebody shout amen. He went on and he said, and the second is like unto it. He said, the second is just like it. He said, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. fall in love with God but when you fall in love with God something happens something sister Skylar, takes place in your heart in your spirit something happens when you fall in love with the Lord you begin to love the things that he loves you start to you start to separate yourself from the things that, that he hates he there, there's something, it's, it's natural. It's not forced. It's just, there's something that changes in you. Something that happens in you. And Paul, Paul said the things I used to hate, I now love. And the things I, I once loved, I now hate. Paul recognized this change in the scripture that was happening in his life. And when you fall in love with God, change happens. God puts In your heart, a love for the people that he gave his life for. He puts a love in you for your neighbor. He puts a, I can't explain what happens, but he puts a love in you for the people that are around you. And when you can understand first that if I can love God, I will love the things that he loves. I hate the things that he hates the way that this church is going to grow I'm thankful for everything that God has done God is doing this church is amazing we hear reports and all the things that God's doing baptisms and I hear it I hear it and I'm thankful for But, but, but the way that this church will continue to grow and flourish is through an outpouring of the love of God That's how it's going to grow. That's how. That's how you're going to reach the city. You hear me? That's how you're going to reach the city. You're not going to reach the city through great programs. You're not going to reach the city through great events. You're not going to reach the city through great uh, through through a new screen and, and a new. I'm thankful for all that and we do those things and we and that's fine and we want that. But we're not going to reach the city based upon what we have. We're gonna reach the city because the love of God got a hold of me. And because it got a hold of me, I've got something to share to you. I've got something to give to you. That's how the revival, amen, is, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell somebody in this room right now, there is a revival coming. There is a harvest coming to Cambridge like you have never seen before. There is a harvest coming. I see water in the streets. Pastor Christman I see water in the streets I see water it's it's flowing from the church I see it flowing out of the building and I see it if shame drives us, if if programs drive us, if these things drive us, it'll last for a moment, but then it'll vanish. But if love drives us, if the the love of God drives us to reach, I'm gonna tell you, it's something that will flow. Come on, you don't have to force it. You don't have to push it. Jesus was moved by commandment. He was moved by something that was in him. It was a river. It was that living water that flowed from in him to out of him. And it was through that that Jesus turned the world upside down. I want you to stand with me all over the room. Oh, God. Oh, God. To two greatest commandments love the Lord love your neighbor everything else these two commandments he said hang all the law all of the law and the prophets everything else everything hangs on these things everything hangs all it takes is one person to get a hold of it one person to say Lord Lord feel prompted to share one story with you before this altar call. I haven't used one scripture that I gave you, I'm sorry. December 18th of 2010 marked one of the biggest days in history in the Middle East. It was known as the beginning of the Arab Spring December 18th, 2010, the Arab Spring. Citizens from all across the area had become tired with over 30 years of corrupt police forces and government officials. Literally millions of people joined together in rallies to protest and stand against the corruption. If you type in Arab Spring, I have pictures, but I didn't send them, but if you type in Arab Spring, you see cities and and, and streets. full. I got an echo now. Yes, Lord. You'll see, you'll see cities and streets full of people. Millions of people joined together in rallies to protest and stand against the corruption. Thousands of people lost their lives in hope of a free country during these uprisings. Watch, listen, listen to this. I feel this today. Because of the Arab Spring, rulers were forced from power in Tunisia, Egypt, Libya, Yemen. Civil uprisings erupted erupted in Bahrain, Syria. Major protests broke out in Algeria, Iraq, Jordan, Kuwait, Morocco. Minor protests occurred in Lebanon, Mauritania, Oman, Saudi Arabia, Sudan, the Western Sahara. Western Sahara. By the time February of 2012 came, watch. Governments had been overthrown in four countries. Tunisian president. Ben Ali fled to Saudi Arabia on January 14th following the Tunisian Revolution protests. In Egypt, President Mubarak resigned on February 11th, 2011 after 18 days of massive protests ending his 30-year presidency. The Libyan leader, Muammar Gaddafi, was overthrown on August 23rd, 2011 and Yemeni President Ali Abdullah was overthrown and replaced. But But what I want to get to, listen to me, but what I want to get to is how this all began. How did this begin? What sparked such a revolution that caused 50 million people, 50 million people to buy into the vision of a country without corruption? I'll tell you how this started. One day prior to the beginning of the Arab Spring, December 17, 2010, three government officers viciously harassed Tunisian street vendor Mohamed Bouzizi These officers took from him The money that he had made In order to provide for his family And then trashed his produce stand For Bouzizi this was nothing new He had dealt with these corrupt Police officers for years But on this day Bouzizi decided to act He then made a way One man, he He then made a way To the nearest government building Demanding a meeting With the police chief of Tunisia his request was ignored. It was then Muhammad Bauzizi did the unthinkable, the man that was robbed, beaten. He did the unthinkable. He purchased a container full of gas, made his way to one of the busiest places of the city, poured gasoline on his body, and lit himself on fire. And because one man decided to light himself on fire, corrupt governments fell to the ground and millions of people joined together to fight for the cause of freedom. Millions of people were affected, were changed. They never experienced freedom before. They didn't know what it was like to live in a country that was free. But it started because one man, one man said, I've had enough. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not letting what's been done to me or what's happened to me go to waste. I'm not letting the experiences of my life be used for nothing. I'm going to take What's been given to me, what's been dealt to me, I'm gonna take it and I'm gonna use it to change the world around me. That's why he said, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto the Lord, which is your reasonable service. Why is it reasonable? Why is it reasonable? It's reasonable because when his love got a hold of me, I was so far away. I was so, I was so unworthy. I was so I didn't have it. I didn't have what I needed to have, but his love got a hold of me. And because he got a hold of me, the least that I could give back to him is my life. The least I can give back to him is my time. It's my talent, it's my treasure, it's my heart, it's my thoughts, my desires, it's, it's all the least that I could possibly give to Him. It's my love. And so today I preach, I end this sermon, the two greatest commandments. Everything that you do in the kingdom of God must come from the place, from the foundation of of love you want to be here 5 years from now 10 years from now, 20 years from now it's going to happen because the love got a hold of you because love got a hold of you because the love of God the love of God the love of God I know this is simple today but I have obeyed God and I know what I have felt in the Holy Ghost I'm asking all that would I'm asking as a family if we could come to this altar I'm asking that we could come right now. I'm so happy for what's getting ready to happen and, and, and all that God's gonna do. But, but, but right now, right now, right now, somebody that's been struggling with the love of God, somebody that's, somebody that's needed, somebody that's needed to understand that God, look, come on, all over this room, every hand lifted, every eye closed, come on as you're coming. Come on, as you're coming to this altar, come on. just They're going to begin to sing and play. Come on, and God's going to move on you today. Yes. Yes, 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 yes.